With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hola. This is the 10th episode of our podcast. This is just me and Alex this time. We wanted to have a session with just us. Sorry for the delay. For those of you who were expecting an episode this past Thursday, I was at ACL and I have a bunch of midterms and I was just kind of lazy. Sorry about that. Uh, This coming Thursday, or I guess Friday, Thursday, we should have an episode with a guest coming out just on time hopefully so see you then and i hope you enjoy the episode hello welcome to episode 10 of the podcast ladies and gentlemen no it's what (laughs) we see we haven't even done our fucking clap yet what the hell we can still clap. can't do this to me are you ready all right this is this is just this is such such an upheaval of everything that we've done you take our formula and you tear it around like this how dare you neither of us have been like in weeks we're falling apart. Ah, you're right. It's because of the fucking the Red Bull hierarchs they have us on a... The download have numbers on, have been on a downtrend for weeks. Yeah, so, off. you know, they're, they're <laughs> killing us off. They have a gun to my head right now. It's terrifying. It's truly terrifying. It is terrifying. But, um, what was I going to say? So we need to do the count-off thing, right? The one-two. Which is clap. We just clapped when it was just you and me. The clap is totally different. Clap doesn't work anymore, remember? Okay. Well, uh, we'll clap anyways. <laughs> we have to clap at the same time. <laughs> Alright, fine. Three, two, one. Ooh. pretty off but i'm sure it's just like input between us because there's just, there's a delay yeah. every time you shit on me for saying three late i'm on 99 sure it's just because of delay because oh it's definitely because of the delay <laughs> i just do it because fuck you that's oh, why oh man anyways one two that time it was delayed because i didn't know what the fuck you were talking about all right well, let's, <laughs> let's do it again then one two okay there you go Okay, anyways, hello everyone, welcome to the 10th episode of the Bread Podcast. Today we'll be talking about different kinds of sourdough. So far from what I've seen, H-E-B seems to be winning out though. H-E-B? Do they have... They H-E-B have has a, some dank they bread. They have H-E-Bs in Arizona, right? No, fuck no, no they I don't? hate it. I think it, They have wait. fries, which is like sub, which is like Safeway, and I hate Safeway. Is it spelled the same way as like the computer store fries? Store? It's because Fry's used to be a food and drug store before someone bought it and made it an electronic store, and then the old Fry still exists in Arizona because baby boomers can't let go of anything. <laughs> what? Huh? Think, Sorry. How just... many baby boomers do you think actually listen to this podcast? Our viewership is definitely strictly people our age that we know, majority. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. You never know these days, you know. I mean, anyone's anyone can be anyone on the internet, Stephen. Yeah. Like for example, I'm actually a 13 year old girl. 
actually, Mrs. Wil- I don't know Mrs. Wilkins' age, but she might be a baby boomer. Also, hi, Mrs. Wilkins. Hi, Mrs. Wilkins. I don't know. How are you doing? <laughs> I wonder if she could think to listen. She definitely listened to the one with Matt, 100%. And then I think she listened yeah. to the one... She listened to one other one that Matt was telling me about, but I forgot. Oh well. Anyways, what's popping, guys? It's it's, it's been it's been a while since me and you have talked, Steve, because I've been busy. You've been doing Steve stuff. I don't really know. You've been just running around. This week has been like it feels like the last week has been really long. So I've just done a lot of shit. Like, yeah, I concert, feel like long weekend. All sorts of oh. shit's been happening. Speaking of fucking concerts, you went to Drake. I went to Flogging Molly and Dropkick Murphys. How did how was the Drake concert for? Let's see how that. Oh my god, Isaiah got way too drunk. Way too. Oh, that's dr- not fun. He was. I didn't think it was that bad of the concert because you know Isaiah gets gets excited. He was having a good time. We were having a good time. He paid a chick five dollars for a ripper for jewel. That's one thing. Five dollars for a single rip of her jewel. One dollar would have been okay. Like, I get it. You're fiending and you're drunk. But five dollars for a single rip. Oh, also, there was, like, this girl and, like, three others said that they went to SMU and knew who Preston was. I forgot about that. Really? I didn't catch their names because they didn't sit next to us the whole time. They came... I think there was a break between Migos. Oh, was the Drake concert, like, a sitting concert? Yeah, it it was in, uh... American Airlines Center, so it's like hmm. it's like fifteen thousand people in a stadium, jam packed. I mean, that's a lot of people, but sitting concerts are not not the funnest from my personal experience. I mean, it's the only way to get that many people into a good concert, besides like that's fair a, a music festival. Yeah, that's that's also fair. So like, dude, between Migos and Drake, there was like some downtime because Migos had their own set, and then Drake went on, and then Migos came out a couple times during Drake's set. And then Roy Woods actually had a set even before Migos. If you know who that is, Roy Woods. Have you heard drama? She's got a little no. bit of drama with her friends. Well, that's, he's like a an R&B singer that's on Drake's record label. And he was on, nice. he came on. He's pretty good, actually. But uh, these girls between Drake and Migos came down to lower seats where we were and tried to steal someone's seats, essentially. Because they, they just sat there. Acted like they they were their seats, and then people came by and were like, "Hey, you're in our seats," and they just left. So, but they did say they know they they knew who Preston was, which was interesting. That's interesting. It's also interesting that they're trying to steal seats because that like doesn't work in a sitting concert. Yeah, not at all. Hmm. All right, dude. The, my concert was ridiculous. I'm sure it was. Like, like it was. So it started at six. Six, yeah, and like. For the first, we got there like 45 minutes early, so we were just Jay chilling in the front. There was like, there wasn't that much people there. I'd say like 100 total. What it, what it's like is it's like a grass plain, a grass field, but then there's like in the back, there's like escalating staircases of grass. Mm-hmm. So it like raises up. Um, like by 6.30, 6.30 is when they actually, when the band actually started. Before that, we had like, they had this like really famous like Celtic like folk dude from this band called stiff little fingers uh-huh. and he came out and he was fucking hilarious like he was so funny <laughs> so he came out he was chilling just telling jokes you know playing music and then dropkick murphy's came out and i like turned around and the stadium had just filled up 
Like, I don't know where they all came from, but it was ridiculous. That's and how it always is. People show up. Dropkick, drop. Yeah, Dropkick Murphys came out with a banger, though. It was ridiculous. But, like, they came out on stage, they immediately just started shredding it. And as soon as the first chord hit, a mosh pit started. Just, like, as <laughs> soon as it started. You, so, what type of mosh pits are you used to, Steven? Because I know you go to, like, mo- like hip-hop concerts and stuff like that. No, not really. I don't go to many concerts besides ACL. But if you go to the right concert at ACL, there will be some fucking crazy mosh pits. Like, ASAP Ferg, for example. Well, what type of mosh pits were those? What do you mean? Which type? Like of what mosh did pits? what did okay? Like for example, <laughs> what did they do in the mosh pit? Because I noticed that there's usually, two very different. Types usually, of mosh pit. they're just r- running into people full steam, just saying "fuck it." You like? I remember. So I was like I jumping. A, I have a one like image in my head from ACL in 2015, I think, and I was at ASAP uh, Rocky uh, before Drake, and I remember there being a giant mass mosh pit. Like, near a perfect circle, the radius was probably, like, 30 feet. Like, the radius was 30 feet. And then there was just a big, big big-ass black dude in the center by himself just dancing his ass off. And then all of a sudden, everyone just swarms to the middle. Bodies are flying. People are falling over. Girls are getting, like, trampled. Like, this shit is fucking wild. Like, I'm not even, like, it's fucked. That's fucked up. Yeah, if you're not, like, ready and you don't got some size on you... Don't go in the middle of a mosh pit at like any ASAP Ferg, ASAP Rocky, anything like that because people will get decked. Oh my That's God. the thing. In our mosh pits, or at least mosh pits for like the bands that I've gone to, which is like the only mosh pits that I've seen for them are for uh, Gogo Bordello, which is like this gypsy rock band and these guys, Dropkick Murphys and Flogging Molly. So it's like a like my friend told me he's gone to a bunch of like hip-hop like rap concerts mm-hmm. and the mosh pits are generally just them jumping on each other like people just yeah, jumping it's, it's and, like, pure chaos shit. but <laughs> in the concert that concerts that i go to a mosh pit is a circle and everyone's just running around in the circle and if you fly off they shove you back in okay so it's like you can't escape the mosh pit and you are just stuck fucking running in a circle with like this people just pushing you I mean, and it sounds weird. It, no, it sounds really weird, and it I, a lot of people like you wouldn't. I don't think you would get it unless you see it. Mm-hmm. But it's a fucked up family because people will knock you down, and then they take their arm, they shove it underneath you, pick you back up, and then elbow you forward again. So like, if someone goes down, they always pick you up. Not like in the concert, people are getting trampled, which is wild because I um. I mean, not people. People aren't literally getting trampled. If someone's falling over the ground and. Like, someone might not notice them, they get stepped on. But, like, they're not, like, fucked up people. If they see someone on the ground, they're going to pick them up. But, like, a lot of times, chicks would just get unlucky, fall over. People would be walking all over them type shit. Yeah. And this one, there's, like, no chance of that happening. Because, like, it's just, like, us people just running in, like, a circle. And it's, like, full full, full speed sprinting. No, a lot of of mosh pits that I've been in is literally people just, like... You see another dude that's like probably your size. You just run into him. You say fuck it. <laughs> yeah, this is sort of like up. that, but not really. It's like um, like 
It's a we- my DJ described it as a weird fucked up family because like they'll help you when you're down and if they think they hurt you they're like you good bro like you're all right and they'll like come aside and they'll pull you aside and they're like you're all right and everyone's like sorry like thank you and stuff like that. My friend Mal she went with us and she got like elbowed to the face like three times and every time she got elbowed they like took her to the side and they're like are you all right and she's like fuck yeah I loved it <laughs> because she was she was going hard and it was insane. Um, my friend got a person thrown at him. That's fun. Yeah, like it was ridiculous. Hair? Yeah, some dude was crowd surfing, and there was like this 400 pound tatted dude. Like, he wasn't 400 pounds of like fat. He was like 400 pounds, like, looked like he was in the Navy. And he, uh, he, like, he was, wasn't wearing a shirt. He had a kilt on, and he was bald. And he grabbed this dude that was crowd surfing and just fucking tossed him. <laughs> he just, just shoved him into the air, and he just landed on my friend's head. Oh. So my friend was my friend got fucked. Um, he was he was fine though. He was he was fucking. He went back in like right after that. My room, my old roommate DJ, he dislocated his thumb. <laughs> he popped it back into place. And one time I was off at the side of the uh, thing with DJ, and he like kind of grabbed my shoulder. And I was like there. We were just like we were chilling on the side of the mosh pad, and suddenly I feel a shove. And I stumbled back into, like, the edge of the mosh pit where, like, mosh pit where the people are, like, spinning around in circles. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I, I looked to my right and this dude was, this, like, again, like, the 400-pound Navy SEAL dude with a kilt and nothing else was, like, fucking shoulder-charging me. And yeah, that's, that's, I look back that's what at, it's all about right there. That's where you run in fear or you run into him, like, you go head to head. Yeah, and I look, like, I looked I looked back at DJ, and DJ's just standing there laughing at me. Dude, and if I'm that just dude, like, what have you done? If he's as big as you're describing, I would have ran if I were you. Oh, my God. I, I got fucking knocked. I flew down. But he picked me back up and started shoved me back, and I was in the mosh pit. And DJ said, DJ was just crying. I'm sure because you were he like said a fucking that rag only, doll. <laughs> no, yeah, seriously. It was, DJ said the only thing he could see was my orange hat just flying around this mosh pit, and he was just losing his mind. Um, God, what else happened? It was insane. Like, and plus, they were just such good performers. And, you know, so my roommate, DJ, he's really into like hip hop and rap and stuff, right? Mm hmm. And he's gone to a bunch of concerts for like hip hop rap, and he said that this was probably his the best performance that he's seen. The best performance I've like ever not- seen is Twenty One Pilots. Best performance. Yeah. I remember speaking of like crowd surfing. When you were mentioning crowd surfing at Twenty One Pilots, the drummer, he had a like a smaller drum set on a like a big like piece of plywood. And he put and it, it on the crowd, crowd and crowd surfed while he was playing the drums. That's amazing. And then the other, the, the singer, I guess they both sing, but he's like one clearly plays drums and one is clearly the main singer. The other one, the I don't know their fucking names. The main singer climbed all the way up the sound tower. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that on video. I like when I look up 21 Pilots, I see like guy climbing sound tower acl and i was like what the fuck yeah dude he's saying that was like i don't know they went all out it was the best performance i've ever seen i've never seen anyone and like okay well one other thing is asap ferg is also an incredible performer too because i don't know how that man does it but he really knows how to hype up a crowd like he knows like he he's known as asap's like hype man like they set him up Mm -hmm. and every single i've been to his concerts twice both times, like, just bad shit crazy. 
because he just knows how to make people go fucking nuts. And same same thing you're talking about. It's like crazy mosh pits, crazy shit happening. I don't know how he does it, but he's such a hype man. He's also a great performer. I had this random dude bear hug me and he just picked me up because he was just like so DJ's DJ's six foot like three and he's pretty big right so Mm -hmm. nobody really fucks with him and he's like he's like yeah usually I'm the tallest or like person at the concert not at the concert but like in the section when he goes like these hip hop and rap concerts but he said he was terrified at the Dropkick Murphys and Flogging Molly concert because he was not the biggest he was not the biggest person because usually at the other dudes yeah, but like, but the thing is, for him, is like he would usually like go into a mosh pit with like a bunch of like average like people, yeah. and they were they weren't six three, so he would just be like standing out. He could like catch his breath, but at this in these ones, you get fucking tackled by like just some dude wearing a kilt, and you don't know where like left is. Yeah, usually I remember always seeing, at least in high school football players would always be the guys that are in the middle of the mosh pits because they are just the biggest motherfuckers around and like they're the ones that like you know they just weigh like 200 plus pounds and they're ready to just throw their body around and destroy you like I'm tall and I'm decently sized for my height but there are definitely bigger people out there like holy fuck (laughs) there are some big ass motherfuckers out there also like just walking around and occasionally you'll see like today in the elevator, I was going up the elevator with my. Uh, have you met Jack? Jack, Nathan's yeah. friend Jack. He's my little mm-hmm. in my fraternity. Fun. Yeah, and so me and him were going to the gym today, and in the elevator of my apartment, we see probably a six nine three hundred pound dude, like fucking like he's like he's 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 got some like fat on him, but he's huge. Like, and then and then I noticed immediately his backpack said Texas A&M football. And I was like, okay, I know what's up. This dude's a fucking beast. <laughs> I was like, yeah. like, in like one of the rare occasions where someone made me look small. And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, those are just like always different breeds. Like, Jesus. And like, you'll see the like, student athletes around Texas A&M from time to time. And you'll be like, you just know immediately, like, fuck. <laughs> That yeah. dude is like special. It always there's always someone just to tear you down because like me and you are we're pretty decent. Like we're pretty large mm-hmm. compared to like you know like average. I think average size for males is five seven in America or just the world. But like like me and you are pretty decently sized. Like I'm six two. You're like six twenty. Six twenty. <laughs> yeah, just like six seven or something. Average male height. But then there's always five nine. Five nine. In the United States or the world? United States. Because I think, like, America... I think, uh, like, Asia brings that down a bit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, in the but, world, um, it's... Six foot... Oh, wait, no. That's not right. Six... F- six foot? Really? That... No way. Is the average really this. six foot? Do we bring it down? I No way. Uh, um, around 68% of the ma- adult male population are within three h- inches of 5'7". Huh. So 5'7 is a little bit shorter about than average, but it's like around there. So I'd say about 5'8", five, 5'9 five, is, is like median for the world, yeah. which is it's about right. Yeah. But um, 
It's crazy how big yeah. people from like the Netherlands and all those like northern oh, yeah. European yeah, countries. Like, I think Norway has like the tallest people in the world. Like, I don't get why there's. I don't. It's just weird. I mean, those are like the descendants of Vikings. Like those. Yeah. Those are like the. They're always blonde-haired, like, blue-eyed, and they will fuck your shit up. Like they're fucking scary. How many? Of, like the. I think the average height up there is something crazy, like six five. Like that's the average that's height. That's nuts. I fucking goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. It just it really it really puts things into perspective though when you see some dude that just towers over you and he's like hello, and you're just <laughs> like please don't hurt me. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it, like concert was amazing. My favorite song by either band by is by Flogging Molly. It's called um, "If I Ever Leave This World Alive," and since it was their last show on their U.S. tour. They they are like we haven't done this song all tour but we'll do it here and they did it and I was like fucking in my shit dude I was feeling so hard I was like man like I got to experience one of the best nights of my life when some with some of my best friends and I was just chilling at a concert halfway through the concert my stomach started hurting like fuck so me and DJ we dipped out of the like mosh pit area and we went and grabbed like snow cones. Because there was like convenience stands on like the left. Dude, that's the worst thing about ACL is if you're trying, if you're at a major stage, trying to see someone popular and you're at the front, you like people pass out from heat stroke left and right because you're there at the front of the concert. You can't leave unless you don't want to lose your spot. You can't see green grass. You just see seas of people in the stage, and you're just stuck there all day waiting people at acl are animals dude they're fucking insane. <laughs> like this was like the nicest concert i've ever been to like people would fuck you up and then they'd pick you right back up and like at the at um you, you said that like you couldn't get back to the front into your concert like my car like uh at your at acl i mean yeah if you, but, if uh, you leave this concert, you can't get like, back at this concert people just like let you pass well, like me know. and DJ, we went out to the back and then we came back in and we just dipped to the front row and we were just chilling there. It just seems like a much that smaller thing. scale. No, it was pretty big. Like it was ridiculously like I would say about maybe five, six thousand people. Which like it's probably nothing compared to ACL, but it's still like a good a good amount for how small the stadium I was. I don't know how many people that go to ACL every day ridiculous amounts probably i i remember it being smaller than i thought really because it's a park like soda park isn't that big it seems a lot bigger when there's a bunch of stages and thousands of people huh but it's not that big that's wild it says seventy-five thousand people over all oh, the whole six days but i want to know per day uh, I mean, like, per day is probably about as much as, like, per, like, just in general. I don't know. I don't know, man. I want to go to more concerts. I'm going to the Frights um, in, like, two weeks from now. So I'm really hyped for that. I, the Frights are, like, this weird band that nobody ever has, heard, like, heard of. But they're, heard like, the they're, they're apparently... I don't know if you've mentioned it or... or I've I've probably mentioned it else. before. They're, they're actually relatively popular. They have like three, four million views on some of their popular songs. But they're like, they're like this small, like kind of indie, indie rock band. 
that me and DJ just fell in love with, so we're going to there. Apparently, they started it as, like, a joke. And then at their first concert, they're like, oh, fuck, people actually like us. <laughs> so they just started They started doing, uh, so like, actual stuff. Psych. Well, no one gives a shit. Uh, I mean, let's talk about, um, about Snoop Dogg insulting Kanye West. Oh, man. Kanye's in some shit right now. Kanye's being a dumbass. I was really... Snoop Dogg is fucking savage. I don't know, really know what else to say about it. I'm pissed at Kanye because he's like he's just being weird, and like I sort of understand what he's trying to say, but he's saying it so poorly and so bad, and that's just like so hard to like make out what he actually wants from it. Because he's like, I don't know. He's doing this at the most like divisive time in like the history of the United States. Well, one of them besides the, you know, the Civil War. <laughs> so it's it's just like it's a bad time. He's saying stupid shit. It's just like what's yeah. new? I mean, like I get the it's viewpoint good. that like a lot of people think that Kanye shouldn't be getting shit on so much for like stepping out because it's like it's kind of a I listen to uh, this podcast, I know, with Joe Rogan. The good old Joe Rogan. It was a while ago. She, ah, yes. He had this chick named Candace Owens on, who's this uh, uh, black female Republican, like, like supporter. And she went, like, viral for a while because black and female, a black female person is not what you'd expect to be a Republican. And yeah. what her whole mantra was is that she felt that, I'm, per- I'm sure I mentioned this to you before, but that she felt that, it's strange because African Americans are assumed to be Democrats. She thinks it's fucked up, and she thinks and that's like the whole thing. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing that Son Kanye is trying to do. Well, was trying to do. Yes, and that so he's he trying that to kind of like step out. Thirteenth Amendment. Yeah, he's trying to step yeah. out and make it where it's not. I mean, that that was Kanye's. Uh, that was Kanye's whole thing at the SNL thing because he wore a. Yeah. He wore the Make America Great Again hat, and he had, like, a sweater on that was something else. He's trying to, like, prove that you don't have to follow social norms, which is, I guess, really what Kanye's Kanye's been all about. Yeah. Like, since the beginning. Like, just saying you don't have to be normal. Yeah. And that's what he's trying to do. I don't agree with how he's doing it. I think he's being a fucking dumbass, and I think most of the things he's been saying are just stupid. Yeah, he's a lunatic. And I get the perspective of, like, you mentioned uh, when we talked about like the I love it music video that that when you have that much attention and when people like essentially worship you because you have such good music you're like it's gonna get to your head like that that's just inevitable yeah. but like there's so like there's so many other people that are level-headed and who are in the same position as Kanye so he's he's I guess he's just a, a sore a sore spot I guess because I like, take Drake for example Drake has been the best selling artist for years now Every he makes the most money every year he sells the most records he has the most streams year after year album after af- album after album and he seems like a pretty normal level headed guy like of course well, there's Drake's also cancelled what? because he's apparently a pedophile <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that shit. He's not canceled. Yep. <laughs> well. What do you mean? It's fucked up. Okay, well, first, one thing also. If you ever have that much, like, attention on you, people are going to find fucked up shit that you did. One, there's no proof that he did anything with that girl. 
he took one picture no, I mean, with her. Yeah. And people are just automatically assuming that they had sexual that he had sexual relations with a fourteen year old girl. Like Yeah. So like you're ma- like a lot of people are just making mean assumptions. And I get it. It's a possibility. Like pedophile question mark. <laughs> I'm looking this shit up. But like he he hasn't blatantly done anything that I don't that is that bad. Like I get it. He has no, yeah. he has a what's the word? I want to say bastard son, but this isn't Game of Thrones. He has a no, no, no. He's like so he didn't do anything with this girl, but he was texting this fourteen-year-old about like boys and relationships, and that's like apparently this thing called quote-unquote grooming which you're like it's just like this thing that pedophiles do where they kind of just like normalize really stuff Drake a pedophile? <laughs> i'm not calling text. Drake a pedophile. <laughs> i'm just saying the shit that he's doing like he's not canceled per se have you seen and the he, girl that no the, the pictures up you should look her up before you talk too much this girl is unbelievable hot, unbelievably hot even at 14 unbelievably That's, hot like that ain't right i don't she, wait she's like a supermodel in canada she's 11 no she's not 11 like, she was 14 at the time of the picture i, I looked all of no no, no i mean week. like she was is she the character 11 what in in I, so someone said like this person this tweet said he's texting 14 year old millie bobby brown about boys and relationships and millie bobby brown is the girl that played 11 i have no idea what um, the hell that means from Stranger Things. Oh. I, I, I never watched much of Stranger Things. I started it, but never finished it. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. What? He's, I don't know. I this, this Who the fuck is Jacob Sartorius? Because apparently, like... I don't know. One of this, one of my friends on a Snapchat, she posts like a Jacob Sartorius tweet every day, and it's all so cringy. So it's just like, what the hell is going on? Ooh. Here, here's a here's an article about why it's a weird relationship that they had. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying anything. And I like, just, again, I'm just saying and people always, are making as always innocent. Innocent till proven yeah, guilty. Exactly. But and because this, and like it doesn't have to be sexual relations. It's just sus what he was doing. Yeah, I mean, and you know, you never know. Maybe he was just trying to be a nice guy, and she was just like, "Oh my god, those like boys." And like, he was just like, "Haha, yeah." I don't know who Drake is as a person. I've never met him, but from all the things I've heard, he just seems like a nice guy. And I get it. He he's. Gotten accused of and probably ghost writes his songs, which is, in a sense, when it comes to like your reputation, quote unquote, in the rap game, quote unquote, is a big deal. But that doesn't make you a yeah. bad person. Like, who cares? Yeah. That's like probably like the biggest thing that people rip on him for, and for him being like kind of like an, emo- an emotional guy. Like, he gets shit on by a lot of like people saying he's over emotional, like a lot of girls. T- t- tell him that but that might be the niceness in a sense because like if you're extremely nice people think that you're like you're just over emotional in a sense if you can get what i'm saying but yeah so the yeah. comparison is there drake gets as at, in the last few years drake has been getting much more attention than kanye and he's not fucking losing his mind so as far as we know 
but Kanye probably Kanye as is proven by his Yay album already had some shit he was going through. Yeah, that he's psychotic. Like he's a great he's great at making music, but he's he psychotic. definitely has he definitely has some mental health issues. Yeah, and that's like you know that's that's kind of just been a thing nowadays. Everyone everyone's coming to light with shit that they just have. I think it's, like, uh, it comes with a better understanding of how human brains work, and that I I think it comes to I think it comes from like people being more open about yeah. stuff like that. Because back then, if you're like I'm depressed, everyone was just like, "No, you're fucking not eating ice cream, go or play with up, the children, not up, work harder." Yeah, that's the motto. I mean, like I understand, yeah. I, I understand both sides there. Like I feel, but like, and now people are like, people are becoming more open people like it's like mental health is getting more in the public eye which is why i think it's becoming more popular now because of more understanding of the human brain but to play to play like devil's advocate right there i do feel like there are a lot of people out there who just make excuses for themselves in life and could actually genuinely just like nut up nut up shut up nut up and shut up like I get it. I mean, there are definitely there are definitely people that like over exaggerate. But I get it. Like I'm mental not, illness is. A thing. I'm not here to say who that is or like what because I don't know. I and mean, it's really hard to tell. But like, I've I seen. I'm not gonna name names, but I've seen some of my friends go through this shit, and a lot of time I just think people. I mean, it's hard because like, I've been there, but I feel like I've kind. I was kind of in that spot when I was younger, but I feel like I kind of grew out of it. And that yeah. I do genuinely feel like the old American mantra that work hard and your life will be better is an act is actually works to an extent. Like if I if I work out if I force myself to work out on a daily basis, I'll feel better, I'll feel more awake. If I plan ahead and I get my shit done early, I'll be more relaxed. Like this week in particular, I did a lot of my shit ahead of time because I knew I was gonna miss the entire weekend for ACL. And then the last couple, uh, the yes. last like day and tomorrow, I'm just chilling. Like, I got a majority of my shit done. Everything done for this week a while ago. I got a couple things to finish that are due like next Monday that I want to do before ACL. And then I'll be just be chilling. Like, this has been probably the most laid back week I've had since like syllabus week and a week after that. This has been quite the opposite for me. And like, but you know, we're out here surviving, you know? Yeah, man. Surviving, really thriving. like that. I wouldn't say thriving, but surviving. <laughs> I had my first meal all day 30 minutes ago. Jesus, dude. What are you doing? Um, Before, you know, what? I woke up. I woke up at 10, studied till my chem class, went to chem, came back. And I was like, oh, I'm going to wait for my... I'm going to text my roommate, see if he wants to grab food. And he didn't respond, so I kind of forgot. And then I was like, oh, shit, it's time for my next class. And so I went to that class, and then I ate after that class and came back here. Me personally, so, yeah. before the podcast, I worked out and made myself a steak with sautéed spinach and carrots on the side. And then after that, I was still hungry and I grilled myself a sandwich. And God damn, it was good. I had a poke bowl. And I had a glass of milk, too. I've been eating a lot of katsudon because it's like right next door to my place and it's practically like, I just so fucking good. Dude, fucking you know what katsudon is? No idea. Okay. I was saying, you, want, you, you know what Rizzoli's yeah. is? The Italian no. place? Rizzoli? No. Fazoli's. Fazoli's, my bad. You know what Fazoli's is? I know Oregano's. Fazoli's is like a kind of like 
cheap Italian place. And they have, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, they have a $3 special. For $3, you get a helping of spaghetti and meatballs, a helping of alfredo pasta, a slice of pizza, and two breadsticks for $3. Like, it's the most food I've ever seen on a plate for $3. It is just, like, all straight carbs, but it's incredibly cheap. And I was like, damn, I'm going to start coming here more. It was Don't, for your own good, Steve, don't. <laughs> yeah. It was just incredible. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Dude, I have amazing plans with these Kirby's. Oh, God. So for those who don't know, I got a 3D printer. And I've been stress testing my 3D printer by printing these little Kirby's with, like, caveman faces on them. It's really hard to show, but they're uh, they are totally disturbing and fucked up. And I love them. I love them so much. They're genuinely So what I'm going to do... I'm going to print... I've, I've printed, like six six of them seven i don't know they keep multiplying i printed six or seven so far but i plan on printing like 50 or 25 and hiding them all throughout the school and for those who don't know arizona state's pretty big yeah so i'm gonna hide like a bunch of these around the school with numbers and if anyone collects 25 i'm gonna leave like like one of them i mean you know i could you know what i could do I could print these totally hollow, and then I could put, like, a present, a prize inside of them, you know? <laughs> I could put, like, a coin or something. They could smash them and open up and find a coin. That would be dope as fuck. Don't even tell me. Don't even lie. <laughs> uh, that's that's a good idea. I'm... Oh, god damn it. How would you... So, so yeah. would you have to, like, put it there while it's in the process of 3D printing? How would you yep. do that? If, would that mess I it just, up in any way? No, I just drop it in and hope. And if it doesn't, like, if it's, like, mostly done, except for, like, the top part, I can practically get away with it scot-free. Because it's just, like, it's, it's if it's hollow inside, I drop it in and hope. And if it doesn't come out of the top, there won't be any problems. But if it comes out of the top, it'll fuck it up. So if I drop it in when it's mostly done, then it should be fine. I saw someone do that with a me. Like, they printed a me, like, mm-hmm. from, you know, like, we, we yeah. days. They printed a me, and then they made their, um... Why? <laughs> I said that to Never Meredith mind. a couple days ago. <laughs> she was like, what the fuck, Steve? <laughs> so let, me, let me read this out loud that Steve just sent you. Sent me. He sent me a picture of this, like, text person with the Lenny face with a massive dong. And then under it, it says, Boo, sorry, did I scare you? It's Cocktober. And if you're getting this, it means you're Halloween ho. Every year in Cocktober, the Jacko slut comes to life, coming to harvest his hose for Thought-O-Ween. Send this to ten other Halloween hoes, or else you a trick. If you get four back, you're a Thought-O-Ween treat. If you get six back, you're a slutty witch bitch. But if you get ten back, you're the spookiest slut. That shit cracked me so, up yeah. so much. I sent it to my girlfriend, and she was like, fuck you, Steve. But then she was like, nah, that shit was funny. <laughs> That's funny. I, I used to send those like every once in a while to just random people. Yeah, it's it's spooky um, season, boys. It's gonna be lit. It's spooky season. It's motherfucking spooky season. I plan on just getting like a skeleton from Spirit and just hanging it up on my wall. It's gonna be the only thing in my room. What I really want to do is buy like blue Christmas lights and put them like in the left, like up in the corner of the wall, like around in a circle. Mm-hmm. Because everything in my apartment is like this teal blue that's on my bed, like everything nice. like the kitchen 
the kitchen towels, the pillows on my uh, couch. There's artwork over here that's the same color. All of my pillows and sheets and shit in my blanket too. So like I feel like wow. that like blue um, like lighting would be pretty cool. I want to. I still want to get those um those lights. The hue the lights. Nano leaf. Oh, the, the nano leaf. Nano leaf. Mm-hmm. They're like these like triangles that stick together and they oh, can like move yeah. to music and shit. I saw. I know you're talking They're about so what's dope. his name. MK. So MK, MKHB has them. Marquise Baldwin. Is that what it was? Oh, I fucking love him. Yeah. He's such a good he's YouTuber. Shit. He's a tech YouTuber. If you guys don't know. He, um, him and PewDiePie. PewDiePie has them. Yep. Yeah, I love, I I love his videos. They're so on. professional. Like, he's he just, like... It's because he has his own fucking red. He films an 8K. Dude, this <laughs> like, man, what? he's a fucking genius, dude. He went to Columbia and then fucking made a YouTube channel while he was in at Columbia. And then that just became his career. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Dude, red cameras are so ridiculous. Like, most of the films that you've seen are filmed in reds if they're not filmed on IMAXs. Reds are these little boxes that are camera like modules, and you can add like different lenses and everything to it depending on what you need. And they're expensive. They are fuck. so ridiculously expensive. I the, think the highest the cheapest, quality one is like. The cheapest one is $14,999. It's essentially $15,000. Yep. The most expensive one I see is $79,000. Yep. This is just and those aren't the. Yeah it's kind of like there's been this stigma in the indie industry that you have to use like my teacher told me this he's like oh people say you have to use a red to get good shots and you don't you can just shoot it on like a fucking rebel just as long as you shoot right with right lighting and stuff like that you know what's something i learned about in my film class the other day full fully split screen it's f-o-l-e-y split screen and it's how back in and back before like sound design was like really good in movies they would have artists They would sit next to microphones and remake the noises that you would think you were seeing in the movie. Like, there's some really good clips of where they show the side-by-side action of the actual film and then the people in post-production making the noises in front of microphones. It's the funniest shit. It's incredible. So, like, Google that. Find a video. It's really interesting remember, how they do it. I remember watching a video about sound design about uh, in a quiet place. For the, um, the for the noises, exactly the, yeah, <laughs> for the noises of the sonar from the uh, monsters, what they did is they tased grapes. They tased <laughs> grapes and slowed it down by like two hundred percent, and it got this like clicking noise. I read this thing. What, oh, you go. Sorry. Oh, uh, then like they they like crunched celery and lettuce to make the sound of like bones cracking and like this this chi- the chitin like opening a lot up on the uh, aliens' faces. I read this thing that in. Um, Star Wars, to make, like, the noises that you'd expect from, like, the sci-fi stuff, uh, the producers literally went to a park and put, uh, they did stuff like put microphones inside of metal tubes back when, like, like children parks were made out of all, like, metal parts. They put, like, a microphone in a metal tube and shake it around and then listen to it and you're like, oh, that sounds like a laser. (laughs) Let's put it in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, it's really funny just how jank, like, sound production can be. It's because... Because it's, like, a lot of the time it's just, like, like, let's, like, slap a fucking watermelon and see what happens. Sound design is honestly probably the hardest thing to do in a movie. Uh, Like, just for me. Oh, yeah, because you need to know, like, what's what. It's a pain for me to get 
for us and for me when I edit the podcast just to get good audio. Like it took us like six, seven episodes to get to a point where we were satisfied with the audio. And we had to like, we, and like, I can't even imagine trying to make the audio for a full length feature movie where everything has to be perfect. Like you probably can hear white noise in the background of us right now. You could probably hear us. Like in the last episode, Alex started fucking around with a box cutter, like towards the end. That was really loud, like shit like that. Like they could, they everything has to be perfectly silent, and they have to make it perfect. And like the amount of like process that like it just seems like a lot of fucking work to be a sound designer yeah. for movies. Yeah, I feel that. Especially before. Especially. Oh shit, we both said especially. Especially before the recording devices like the audio devices were as high tech like just when like sound was coming about in movies because you know movies were silent at first when they first started getting mm-hmm. devices that would record sound i'm sure it was a pain in the ass to get good quality sound oh yeah for sure especially well i mean like really depends because like there's this microphone that's been around for like 40 years and it's still one of the best microphones around it's just like it's just like Oh man, I'm trying to think. It's there's like a peak that you can reach, and it's it just it's down to like the post processing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like for example, I think our sound our sound quality would be much better if we all got like Sennheiser boom mics. But I'm not spending a thousand dollars on a Sennheiser boom mic. Imagine being a boom like a boomstick yeah. worker in a movie. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah. Yeah, I I worked I worked a couple indie films with my teacher and something I worked I the boom. I was thinking about that yesterday in my film class. Something I didn't even realize is they all not only do they have to work, worry, of course, about like not getting the boom mic in the shot, but they also have to worry about their shadow. Like I didn't even think about that. Yep. That like the shadow comes into play, so they have to strategically place themselves to get the best audio possible, but not interfere with the shot at all. Yeah, like that makes you makes me respect a boom mic guy much more than I expected. It's like, oh, anyone can do that job. But no, it's got to be oh, someone. Thank you. It's got to be someone that's like tall, kind of lanky and pretty strong because they got to be able to like hold themselves in like an awkward position for like an entire scene. The boom mic, what I would do is I'd like put loop it over my back and I would hold it in like the niche between like my neck. But one thing you need to be careful with boom mics is that every single movement you, yeah, you make can't touch is it. transferred into the mic. Yep. Like, for example, I was working on a film and this dude, he came over he was supposed to be doing the audio for it and his he had a shitty mic taped with carp not carpenter's tape but like the plastic tape used for boxes for like boxing tape that was the shittiest like thing you could have done because it one it was not a good mic anyways like we had these really good like sennheiser mics that we offered and he was just like no i'm fine using this mic and he um it like the tape every time you moved it would crinkle and it just ruined the sound mm-hmm and it kind of was annoying because, like, even the, the director of the movie said, this guy is the shittiest sound worker that I've ever worked with. And it was just uh, so unprofessional, so bad. But, like, at that point, there was nothing we could have done because we were already filming, you know? Yeah, that's that's shitty. Uh, you want to talk about the Wilhelm scream? Sure, why not? You go ahead. I, I was making D&D stuff when we went over this in class. If you don't know what the Wilhelm scream is, you've 110% heard it. If you, it, I would be shocked if you've never heard what the Wilhelm scream is. It's like scream. that thing in Star Wars when the stormtroopers falls and he goes like, wow! 
Nah, you sounded like more like a droid than the Wilhelm scream. I'm gonna be real. Ah, uh, is it like that? <laughs> I don't know what I don't uh, know what the, I don't know what to say, but the Wilhelm scream is like it's a scream that's in. You can just Google it and like, like play a video. It's just. It's the scream that's in a lot of movies. I think the number is like 389 movies made have the Wilhelm scream in it. And just an iconic scream that's kind of like copy-pasted into all like... It's it's because... It's just like audio recorded. It's kind of just like a joke between movie makers. It's like, haha. Well, it used to not be because back then it was like like an actual like there was like this database of like sounds that people could use for free. That was like on there. Yeah. And that's like they just used it because it was there and it was a scream. Now it's just a troll. Like it's just kind of now funny. it's a meme. Yeah. It's an OG meme. I think the first I had it up a second ago. The first movie with the Wilhelm scream was in 1951. So it's been a, it's yep. <laughs> it's been a thing for a while. It's it's funny to hear. In in my film class yesterday, we talked about the Wilhelm scream for like 30 minutes. We watched videos. Watched a video of like a Wilhelm scream compilation. It was fucking great. <laughs> like it's in Star Wars, it's in Indiana Jones, it's in all sorts of fucking movies. Yeah, it's very prolific scream. It sounds like, oh! That's better. I think that's better, right? Is Maybe. that about right? Maybe. Maybe? Fuck you. So do you think Minecraft music is ninety better than 90% of all modern music? Ooh, this is okay. So, for those who don't know, Anthony Fantana released like a "Let's Argue" video. And Anthony, Anthony Fantana, Fantana is the guy who runs. A, he's the guy who runs a needle drop. He is like a prolific like. He is a, He's like, like a, a hip hop music critic on YouTube. No, not just hip hop. He is like. I see. Okay, well, the videos that I ever see because I'm not subscribed to him. I just see his videos pop up and recommended every once in a while, and it's usually hip hop videos more often than it's, not. He does all music. He no, no, he does all music. Fuck you, idiot. Bill out B. I will fight you. I will take you down, Steven Okay, let's God see. God damn it. Let's see. Uh. Not related to music. Hip-hop. All modern music. Brockhampton, I don't know what you would call Brockhampton. I would Brockhampton is, I'd say hip-hop. It's a hip-hop, so that's two for two right now. Little Wayne. Effects Twin, Hosea. Little Wayne. Russ. Hip-hop. Prince's Piano, not hip-hop. Bad News by Little Xan. <laughs> Little Z- I'm literally looking at his uploads right now. Me too, bitch. The Carter Five. You're totally skipping over like Jose Aphex Twin, who is one of like the fucking weirdest. Are you looking? Are you looking at home or videos? Just uploads. I'm just looking. In, I'm like. Just, I'm on his most recent videos. videos. Yeah. His most popular ones are, of course, like hip-hop. the popular, like hip hop ones, because hip hop is really big right now. Would you consider? What would you consider Joji? Um, Joji is a sad sad music yep i mean okay well there's no arguing a majority of his reviews are hip-hop related but that is probably just because hip-hop is the most popular genre right now and it has because been for a, a lot while of... so you're gonna get the well, most views because of... no, you're gonna get the most views if you're reviewing the most popular genre it's like end of story like why would he rip like why would it you he's not gonna start reviewing Irish music on a regular basis like the like the band, band you went to I mean it's cause more hip hop albums are coming out right now 
because it's the most cop popular genre. He reviewed James Ferraro. He's the guy that made like the first vaporwave album of all time. Just fun fact though. Yeah, James Ferraro, he made um Oh fuck, what's his Look, name? Fuck that dumbass he argument. Made, uh, it doesn't matter what he reviews. I thought it was mainly hip hop videos because I don't I'm not subscribed to him. I just see his shit pop up and recommend it every once in a while. Which is clearly his more popular videos. But he uploaded a video where someone tweet he had like a t- it was like a and A or something, and someone tweeted at him is uh, the Minecraft soundtrack ninety percent better than ninety percent of modern music, and that's what sparked the question between us. Yeah, he said uh, Anthony Fantano said he'd say about above eighty percent, and he said he'd give it an eight at least. At the very least, he'd give the album an eight of the minecraft soundtrack which is which insane, is insane. yeah <laughs> because anthony fantano he has given three tens in his history of like music editing he gave my beautiful dark twisted fantasy either a four or a six which mm-hmm. is disputably one of the best like hip-hop albums in my view at least one of the best, best i wouldn't say rap that's it's it's just dis- it's disputable like it's my personal opinion that it's one of the okay best. well it depends on when you grew up first of all yeah because if you if you're our age you're thinking about well people our age are thinking about the best rappers right now would be like j cole kendrick lamar kanye west drake maybe a little jay-z but jay-z's kind of getting old eminem even though he's also kind of old and then, but if you were like even the older, de- uh, an older generation, you're like 10, 20 years before us, so you're thinking about like Tupac, Biggie. Yeah. One of my favorite channels for this kind of stuff is, um, what do you call it? Hip Hop DX. You should look that up. So, Hip Hop uh, DX, I think is what it is. It is they have a YouTube channel and they have, uh, fuck. They have one series where oh the breakdown and I really enjoyed their videos. Call it's like a series called the breakdown where they get into like, like, uh, deep. I guess they break down stuff in like hip hop culture in albums and stuff like that. And I find it really interesting. There's some pretty good videos in there. Uh, but when I when you Google best hip hop albums of all time, you, you're getting Illuminatic by Nas, The Chronic by Dr. Dre. Wu-Tang Clan, Public Enemy, Raekwon, Jay-Z, Jay-Z, Notorious Big, A Tribe Called Quest, Kendrick Lamar, N.W.A., Kendrick Lamar. The Marshall Mathers EP. Marshall Mathers, Outkast, Outkast, Mob Deep, Eric and B. Wow, they put Damn up there. Damn is pretty good. Damn was damn good. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is up there. It's like on the third page, but it's up there. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's it's a well respected. It's a good. It's considered a good, if not great, album. Yeah. But he, the the, the moral of the story Carter is Carter Five he is, is already up there. Holy shit! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> album's been out the for moral not even of the a story week. is, like yeah. I love the moral Carter of the story is, is that like, is that he doesn't give out high ratings, ever if at all. That's a good. Like that's he, a good he barely. Yeah, I don't. Like, his a, a 10 for him, like, how he reviews music is very weird. He doesn't review it emotionally. He reviews it in, like, terms of, like, how the person changed 
like if the person keeps it fresh like if it if it's um in terms of like music theory good not like how it makes you feel mm. like he there's this one album i listened to called uh well he uh i one album i listened to called depression cherry and it literally it set me into like a depression while i was listening to it like i'm us- of course i'm using that word liberally but like i was fucking sad as shit when i was listening to that album and he was just like he gave it like a four or a six he didn't even give it he didn't give it that high of a rating i forgot where i was going with this anyways long story short he doesn't give out good good ratings a lot but he said he would give it at the least an eight out of ten which makes a lot of sense because the soundtrack is perfect for what it's for i just i just think it's really funny that he's just shitting on modern music because we talked about this before i love the whole like older older people shit on all new music because it's trash view perspective like how south park made fun of that where like when i think stan turned 13 every time he heard music he would just hear farts like the noise of someone shitting like mean like diarrhea shit instead of the actual yes. music <laughs> that was so funny that sounds like south park <laughs> but yeah he um i would say yeah like an eight or nine i'd say is about like what that album deserves mm-hmm. because like the album itself is very simple like the music inside of it is very simple very down to the bone it's either like violin or just like synth it's a few noises it's not like a lot and it's very ambient which is what minecraft is Mm -hmm. it feels very lonely when you're listening to i listened to this album by the way like all the way through like a couple days ago (laughs) but um he uh it feels it's very much minecraft because Minecraft is is a very bare bones game, if you think about it. It's very simple. It's very basic. But it's incredible. But way better but than fucking incredible. Fortnite. Fuck Fortnite. Minecraft's the shit. Fuck Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite is a fad. Minecraft will never die. <laughs> Fight me on that. Take me. Take take to Twitter. I don't care. Minecraft <laughs> was such a huge fucking deal. It like it literally changed like the scape of video games for forever yeah i mean honestly i think i consider it like the greatest of all time personally game it's probably the game that like it's one of the only games it's a game that like, that, like everyone could get into exactly like i i every time i talk about minecraft i'm like damn i would love to play some minecraft right now <laughs> yeah like i over the summer i was like i want to play minecraft so i hit up a few of my friends i started an online server and fuck it i was playing minecraft like it was it's just so easy because everybody like minecraft is so easy for anyone to pick up it's so simple but it's just like it's a sandbox for you to just do whatever the fuck you want in it and then all the modding of course like you can make that like oh yeah the the base game itself can be played like is is actually pretty in depth especially with now that they have like the ender the ender world and all that sort of stuff where you like finish the game quote unquote but even then, like after you do all of that, and that'll if you like doing that from scratch without cheating, that'll take you a lot of game time. Then after that, you can add a mod and make the game vastly more complex, like Technic packs. That shit was the wild. Pack. Holy fucking mm-hmm. shit! Was... The Technic packs were insane. Shout out to Yogg's. I remember. Oh, dude! Shadow of Isserfell. That was the Shadow shit. of Isserfell is and shit. forever will be the shit. That was it my was shit. the best. <laughs> it was basically just, if you like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, Shadow of Isserfell was basically D and D. 
Dude, I'm li- it was I'm I'm about to like watch that all night. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking like it's these two guys just walking through a world and just doing stupid shit and I'm just like, damn, I'm literally playing this in D and D right now. I found it January twenty seventh, two thousand eleven. Shadow of Israel. Dude, rest in fucking peace. Rest in peace, Shadow of Israel. I remember when they just suddenly stopped it out of the blue. I was like, why? Dude, I was doing? I was so confused. I was so tilted because I went out on Friday. I'm like, where the fuck is my Shadow of Israfel? Like, where is it? Yeah. You're hurting me. Oh, my God. And they stopped uploading. And I was Shadow, like, if, those, if you don't know, you should know. Shadow of Israfel is a Minecraft series where they kind of role-played their character. These two people, these two guys named Simon and Lewis on a YouTube channel called oh, yes. Cast, role-played themselves in Minecraft and made YouTube videos of it and made a massive YouTube series of it. And me personally, I grew up watching it. Like I grew up like remembering watching it every day and loving Minecraft videos. I'm sure a lot of people have some connection to it in some way. But it's my homeboy so cool. used to be Sly Fox Hound. I used to watch Sly Fox Hound all the time. And I, then I went to Minecon and I met him. I was just like, yes. I had a I had a Sly Fox Hound period too. Or Syndicate mm-hmm. before well Syndicate I, I did watch some Syndicate. I really liked Syndicate for zombies too because i was really big into black ops zombies a lot i love zombies see i was never into cod i was never into cod so i didn't really get into that part but i remember him playing minecraft because he he originally was a zombies guy and then when minecraft started popping off he made an incredible minecraft like series just like we're talking about the syndicate project is what he called it i think Mm -hmm. he made like something like 300 like hour-long youtube videos of him just playing minecraft by himself like that's fucking insane I mean, to be fair, though, like, I put about that many hours into single play. I put... I wonder what he does that even nowadays. More. I bet... I 100% bet... Oh, he, he got taken... He got fucked up. Really? Yeah, he he was involved in this huge, like, scam betting thing on a CSGO. Oh, I remember And he that. got fucking taken down. Dude. I remember that. It was his fall from grace, yeah. I was and a about, few other guys. They got fucked up. I was about to look. I was about to... Like, I bet he plays Fortnite, but if... if <laughs> I mean, he's probably still around because I know a uh, Tobuscus. He was recently involved in this huge like scandal where someone said that he, uh, you know, he's uploading him. Call of Duty and and Minecraft videos. Huh? I really. Oh, yeah. There's some Fortnite. Wait, videos. he's still doing Minecraft videos? Yeah, yeah, he is. It looks like he just started another Minecraft series called Voyage of the Deep, and they're like five-hour episodes, like five-hour YouTube videos. Fuck. And he's got like Fuck a million that. views. Oh shit! He's still popping off. Like he, he's got yeah nine million nine hundred forty-one thousand subscribers. Like he's still probably making a living for himself. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, like that type of popularity just doesn't go away overnight. It's just insane that I mean, he's well, doing some... the same thing still. I feel like me growing up, I have no more interest for this shit at all anymore. Like yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't watch thirty-minute YouTube videos of people playing Minecraft anymore. That yeah. would kill me. Yeah, like maybe maybe for like reminiscing sake, I'll watch some. Like maybe I'll watch the old old Yogg's cast ep- episodes. But like, my interest is nowhere near where it was when I was younger. I don't know how this man keeps up the energy and still makes all of these YouTube videos. I feel like I would hate. Make it till you make it. I feel like at some point I would just it. hate my life. Like, because his audience, I mean, yeah. you know for a fact that his audience is, like, fucking 13-year-olds. Especially, yeah. like, people that make I mean, 14, that's... like, Ali A. Ali A is... <laughs> Have you seen the video of PewDiePie fucking with Ali A? 
No. <laughs> Hold on. I shit. Shit made me laugh so hard. I, um... Recently, I've been watching this guy called Captain Disillusion, who kind of just, like, takes down. He, like, exposes, like, fake videos, or videos that, like, do something, and he's like, this is not what they're actually doing, and this is why. And it's pretty fucking cool, because his editing is so goddamn good. <laughs> he is ridiculously good at editing. He, um... In uh, one video, he was taking down, like... You, you know, um... You know that, uh... That video that got, like, really big on Reddit and stuff where this dude would, like, toss, like, a tape measure and it would hook onto stuff and he'd pull it? Yeah. He totally just, like, shredded that video. He was just like, it's bullshit, this is why, this is what they did. And just how he presents it is so fucking, like, cool. Mm -hmm. I love him so much. And PewDiePie is forever interesting of YouTube TVH. Yeah, no, seriously, like... He doesn't really do video game stuff anymore. He just does meme videos. And he still ha- gets, like, upwards of 4 million views he every just, video. He just makes fun of people. That's really it. Like, that video I just yeah. I just linked to you is a video where he, fuck, he just makes fun of Ali A. <laughs> it's funny as fuck. Yeah, funny. no, yeah. He's... I don't know. PewDiePie is going to fucking last forever, and he makes so much goddamn money. We talked about this before. It's insane that he literally is, like, the kingpin of the most dominant website okay so it's not the most popular website in the world but when it comes to minutes spent on websites youtube is king like more people spend time on yeah. youtube than any other youtube than any other i was about to say than any other youtube than any other website and the fact that he's like the most popular youtuber he's like he's like a face of a generation like the amount of like influence he has on people is actually scary like what the fuck it's fucking wild. He's getting, like, as... He's so low-key now. But, like, he's getting as many views as, like, Jake and Logan Paul. But he produces, like, a video, like, every other I day. I Logan Paul was dead. Logan, yeah, no. Logan Paul I so fucking wish videos? he... I, yeah. I wish I I he, wish he was because... Mm, That's what I heard. No. Him and... Jesus, like, Kasim G, or whatever the hell his name is, they got... They had, like, a big fight... And people wasted money yeah. on it. And I was just like, why? <sighs> oh, well. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Logan Wild shit on the internet so these gets days. gets like 3 million, an average of like 3 million views an episode. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I've never, I've never watched Logan Paul. I, I saw his Vines when Vine was still a thing, but I never like watched his YouTube video. His YouTube channel. Who? Logan Paul. Because back in the you day, I watched watch his Vines when Vine was still a thing. But I never watched... I've never he, seen one of his YouTube videos. One YouTuber who like who came from Vine that I really... There's two that I really like. One of them is uh, David Dobrik. Yeah, I like David. Who just like makes David. fucking like just insane videos. And then Cody Ko. Because Cody Ko is kind of older than most of the guys that came from Vine. And he kind of realized that the people who come from Vine are fucking idiots. And so he just makes fun of like what that humor was. Mm-hmm. Like he makes like he kind of just not, not he's he's very like self aware about it, and he's pretty interesting to watch. He also has a pod like most people have a podcast fucking nowadays. We have podcasting a podcast is big. We have a podcast. Maybe if we started off with a YouTube channel of us vlogging our stupid shit, I'm vlogging my day to day basis. This is me uh, barely waking up in time for class. And I'm sitting in my room 
procrastinating until I feel like doing homework, going to the gym, going back to class, probably going to go drink somewhere tonight. Have fun. <laughs> Have fun. That's always fun. Like last night I went to T-Shirt Tuesday at Shiner Park. Ah, there you go. It's because it was one of the guys in my fraternity's birthday. And damn. Good time. Yeah. Anyways, we're, we're hitting our time limit, Steve. We're at about an hour. Oh, man. Also, Turned wait, one hour. last thing. Did you get the national presidential alert system no, thing this morning? I didn't get it. But I've heard. I got it. I've heard about it. If I got it, I, I, got I, just, it. I just didn't even notice it. But I didn't think I got it. Yeah. It was like, it was basically just like a like an amber alert yeah. but i've seen all the memes yeah i've seen all the memes too and i was just like hey i was a part of that wow it wasn't one, like hawaii i'm one with the meme selfish culture. guys um, i remember i heard that i think like a month ago someone accidentally set off the uh the nuclear alarms in hawaii <laughs> that wasn't a month ago that was a while ago but i do remember that i don't think it was that was fucking wild that's that was scary. when i was still back at home that's like just picture like, getting a notification on your phone that says like there are nukes headed towards Hawaii. This is not a drill. Yeah. Like especially since it said this is not a drill because it was supposed to be a drill. Uh, I was in January. You're right. I thought it. Yeah. That was much more recent. But that's scary. Yeah, I remember hearing a story that that a uh, I think it was a father had two of his children. He was like, I don't remember the details exactly, but he was like in between two of his children like in the middle but they were both so far away from him that he had to choose which one to go to to so he had to choose which child he wanted to die with think about that shit oof fuck oof fuck yeah that's that's not a situation i ever want to be in that's the that's like the type of shit that like really makes you rethink your priorities in life yeah like fuck i heard about some guys are just like I just decided to just go about as normal and just if I died I died and I was just like damn yeah, it's just scary to really think about. do be like that oh it's fucking terrifying to think about I fuck, fuck living in Hawaii they also had that volcano erupt that like on the on the thing it was on the big island that like yeah that like made like thousands of people homeless like I don't think anyone died because they all saw it coming but, I mean, it was also, like, slow-moving lava. Yeah. Like, it was just kind of just there, and they are just like, and better it, not step on that. Yeah. Oh, shit, there goes my house. Yep. Yeah. I may be paraphrasing. I may be paraphrasing. Maybe. Hawaii is a cool place, Maybe. but I never would want to be there for longer than a week. It just sounds like... I almost, I almost, I almost fucking went to school there. University of Hawaii. Imagine. That yeah, would be they, low they had a really good astrophysics program. That'd be low-key lit as fuck, I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't think so. You don't think so? Because one, you can never visit home. Mm-hmm. Two, cost of living is ridiculous there. Yeah, but I mean, and three, it costs like I wouldn't be able to get fucking. I mean, I'd get some dope sushi, but besides that, I just feel like, like I'm on an island. Internet would shit. Well, internet would be shit, and that would tilt me. <laughs> I feel like the uh, just the vibes would be nice. Like, hey the man, vibes like, would be like, nice. like, 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 really chill. Like, like mahalo. Like, if you want to, like, on the weekends, if you want to chill with the boys, you're just like, hey, let's go to the drink. Let's go to the beach, get a few drinks. Like, that, that'd be dope. Yeah. It, it's just that convenient. That'd be cool. Like, I get it. It's far away from everything. There's probably much more downsides, but it would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we're winding down on the podcast. 
I think this, yeah. If you still listen to us, word let us know if you want to be on the podcast. I say this at the end the of every podcast. Kirby. Say this the at the end of every Kirby. podcast, but no one, no one wants to be on it apparently. Just fuck y'all. Hey man, don't hate our, don't hate our followers. What follower? Shut up, Steve. This is bad. This is bad press. The word, word is press. Kirby. The word is Kirby. Um, but yeah, thank you for tuning in. This is the breadcast. I'm, I hope you enjoyed our uh, next week. We'll get a guest on. Views on. We just kind of. We just kind of. I feel like both of us yeah, were pretty busy. Next week, we'll, we next week we have there. a. Uh, is it, is it a DJ? professional bread chef? Is it no, it's a professional bread chef. No, but like for no, real. This is the breadcast. For real. No. Um, yeah, for real. Oh my god. What the fuck are you talking about? Just just we'll hit see. stop recording and then we can talk about who the guest is. Did you actually no. hit stop recording? I don't want to hit stop recording. Oh, we're going to keep going? I thought you had to somewhere to be. Yeah. Things to do. I do have somewhere to be. All right, bye.